you're listening to Table Chat. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. We're full-time dietitians and part-time pizza slash taco enthusiasts. This is our show where we talk food, nutrition, and whatever else we feel like. So come sit around our table and chat. Because the more you know, the more you can eat. Hey. Hey. (laughs) How's it going? It's good. It's like we haven't recorded in a while. I know. We haven't actually. Um, But we are excited to be here today with all of you. And with the start of the new year close ahead, we thought today we should talk about goal setting, resolutions, plans, etc., etc. We will be covering everything from a review of our own personal 2016 goals to how to make your own goals stick beyond the first few weeks of 2017 (laughs) and how you can still be productive while living a totally goalless life. Oh, stay tuned. But first, let's eat. So today we are going to have a delicious, hearty vegetable soup that I made and actually um, got a little bit cold. And we are not, you know, opposed to sometimes eating cold food here on the show to keep things going. But Erin was like, this soup needs to be warm. (laughs) And making soup in the first place came by recommendation of Miss Erin, who for several years, you were telling me, you like to enjoy a hot bowl of soup kind of like to ring in the new year. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'll tell you what I put in this one. It's very, very hearty. Um, It has a can of beans. I used um, Great Northern beans just because I had it on hand. Yeah. Um, There's some olive oil carrot, onion, celery, potato. I used the red skin potatoes and I left the skin on even though I think I looked around the internet and they were like, skin them. And I was like, no. Whatever. Rustic. Um, Yeah, exactly. There's some garlic. Um, I used, my new obsession lately is the 21 seasoning salute from Trader Joe's. Oh my gosh, yeah. It's a salt-free seasoning. It just has like I don't know, like onion powder, thyme, tons of different yeah. stuff in it. Lemon, I think, too. Yeah, there's like, cool stuff. Yeah, it's like the best. I've literally already gone through a bottle and I bought a new one. <laughs> um, some diced tomatoes, some spinach, a little bit of lemon juice just to kind of um, liven it up a little bit. Yeah. And the thing I learned online is you can use half the beans and mash them up. Okay. So I think it just kind of gives it more of a creaminess in the soup. Gotcha. And you mix everything together. We'll put the full recipe up for what to add. First, second, fifth, seventh, whatever. (laughs) Um, Oh, I also forgot there's some shaved Brussels sprouts in here. And there's some mushroom. Oh, my God. So full of everything. So delicious. And there's a, I use like a low-sodium vegetable broth as the base. Ready to try it? Let's do it. Okay. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth it this to go warm it back up. Delicious. I love making soup for the first of the year, and this might be, like, in new rotation. You think so? Yeah. Well, you can find the recipe, Erin, at <laughs> tablechatshow.com. Oh, really? I've never visited before. Where where you can find all of our recipes in show notes. Who knew? I <laughs> Who had knew? no idea. Man. No, I, I think, like, I love making soup because, like, I always feel like after the holidays, I'm kind of done cooking mm, mm. or baking or whatever. And I, there's usually a lot of vegetables, winter vegetables. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can just throw in anything you want. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, comforting and 
good for you. Exactly. And this was really easy to make. Um, and if you really want to make it easy on yourself, Trader Joe's has a mix of diced carrot, onion, and celery. What is that called? A miripo? Am I saying that wrong? A mirepoix. Mirepoix. There you go. There you go. And um, everything's already done for you. And if you just get that item from Trader Joe's, I think it's maybe 2 or $3. Oh, yeah. It's exactly what you'll need for the recipe. Just dump all of that in the soup pot to begin with with some olive oil and get those cooking. Yeah. Love it. That's easy. So that's my... That's my easy way out. That's what makes it even easier is save yourself a little bit of the chopping and dicing. Perfect. I bet you could put this in the slow cooker too. Mm. Like the whole day. Your whole house. Totally. And I topped it with, um, also from Trader Joe's, my, my the great love of my life, Trader Joe's. <laughs> um, there's a three cheese blend that they have there. And just put that on top with a little bit of ground pepper. And I actually put on a little bit more of the 21 seasoning salute on top. I like and that it's you did just that. really good. This is a star. I love it. I like it too. I'm like, while, you, while you're talking, I like, I'm shoveling. Into oh, me too. I really like the texture of the potatoes in it. Mm -hmm. I like kind of getting one of those on their own and just like slowly chewing it. Right. Those are like creamy. Mm -hmm. It has all the right texture. You feel really full. Mm -hmm. It's very hearty. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. this is a real winner. Mm -hmm. I am just gonna rate this right now because I love it. It's a five. Oh, really? Thank you. I would give it a five as well. And before we move on to the next segment, I have a funny idea about soup in my head. I think Tell because me. when I was a kid, my dad would always say like soup isn't a meal. Soup is like a side <laughs> dish. Mm -hmm. He would never want to eat soup for dinner. Um, and then as I got older, I always kind of just thought like, yeah, soup is like just not very filling. And then I became my own adult, right. learned about soup more, yeah. and I love it. I've literally the last couple weeks been making like one big batch of soup, and then you can yeah. have it at lunch, you can have it at dinner, sometimes you can have it at breakfast, I don't know, if you want, I sometimes yeah. do. Yeah. And it's perfect, and it is totally filling. I love it. It is. Yeah, we encourage you to make soup and don't be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. Like, was this easy for you? Super easy. Mm -hmm. okay. well, there mm -hmm. you, go. you just need our seal of approval. Make this like tomorrow yes. or today. <laughs> exactly. Especially this episode is going to come out the exact day after Christmas. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you've had your delicious treats and had family time and you're starting to wind down a little bit. Mm -hmm. You can stick this on the stove or in the slow cooker, throw whatever you have in there and just call it a day. Yeah. And also chopping vegetables is slightly therapeutic. So mm. if you just need some like alone time, mm -hmm. turn on some music, a podcast perhaps. Oh, maybe the old <laughs> maybe table chat. This one. <laughs> <laughs> and just choppity chop chop. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, should we just Yes. And we'll cue in some music to um, muffle the chewing. On to the next segment. <laughs> so let's get into some fast facts on goal setting. These are all things that I learned while kind of like preparing for that episode. And so first, I did not know this, our brains may have an internal guidance system for reaching goals. What? I know. So research from neuroscience suggests that our brains use the neurotransmitter dopamine 
as this kind of like internal guidance system to reach goals. And for those who don't know, dopamine is a neurotransmitter and it helps control our brain's reward and pleasure centers. And it regulates emotional responses and it not only helps us see rewards, but then take actions and move towards them. So in an animal study that was done, it showed that the dopamine signal in the brain gets stronger as the goal gets closer. Weird, right? It's kind of like this, you could call it like a Marco Polo effect that influences choices made to direct action towards a goal. And it adjusts expectations about how close or far away the goal really is. Whoa. I know. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So basically we're wired to reach the goals we set. It sounds like that might be a possibility, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. So to help yourself even more from the inside out, we learned that your inner voice is a potent goal achievement tool. How so? Okay, so reacting impulsively can thwart goal achievement. And all the research shows that your inner voice is an effective way to control those impulses you may have. So a recent study suggests that simple things like telling yourself, keep going, you can do it while you're exercising actually really does help to keep you moving. Like, Mm. I know I could personally attest to this (laughs) and, um, it will sidetrack the impulse to give up, um, because the activity is getting harder. I like that. Yeah. It's the piece about like the activity getting harder. Yeah. Especially if like your goal is at that point after. Right. Yeah. So hard, man. That's so cool. So everything you need to get started is already right inside you. And once you do get yourself started, additional studies by Gail Matthews at Dominican University have shown that the strategies most effective in goal achievement include writing your goals down, sharing those goals, and providing those you trust with your progress updates. Okay. Yeah. A lot of accountability there. So now that we know more than we did before, let's get even more into goals. So Erin, why do you feel goals are important to you? Goals are important to me because I feel like they give like a construct to what I'm doing in life, I guess. But I sometimes have a hard time with the word goals Mm. because I feel like I can easily get caught up with making goals but then maybe never accomplishing them Mm -hmm. like that planning piece Uh very well documented on the podcast is not super (laughs) strong in this pet one learner so so like I think goals for me is it's like what happens after I figure out like my vibe for the year Mm -hmm. I guess you could say or maybe that activity I'm going to be doing um and so goals to me are more like mantras ideas to live with like intention and how to get me going somewhere. Uh, They're like the steps yeah. that I need. I like that. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Especially the idea of a mantra. I like that. Yeah. Um, so personally for myself, I share a really similar perspective on goals and goal setting with Elise Kripe, who's an entrepreneur that I really look up to. And she created the get to work book planner that I love so much. Um, I'm actually getting my second one for Christmas. Thanks mom. (laughs) And um, if anybody wants to have a link to that, we can put one, but we also talked about it in our episode about organization and planning. So she says, and I agree, that goals help you focus outside of your day-to-day. It kind of gets me out of my routines. It helps me look at a bigger picture, not get so stuck in the mud. 
um, goals keep your focus internal and not external, which is so important because it's really easy to fall into the comparison trap. Yeah. And so if you have a very specific goal for yourself, you can only look inward. It's all about your own progress, Mm -hmm. not mapped against anyone else's. And goals help you learn and grow, which especially has been true for me this year. Setting things that you haven't done before or you haven't done for a long time and practicing what you'd like to be better at. Yeah. Do you think goals can be dangerous at all? Interesting question. Um, I think goals may be dangerous in the sense that you could potentially set yourself up for failure, perhaps Mm -hmm. without not enough planning, which has happened to me before. Um, Or maybe you're aiming a little too high. Like, I don't get me wrong, like, I'm all for reaching for the farthest star in the sky, but sometimes you got to figure out how to react to things that happen along the way. Yeah. Um, Or at least, yeah, figure out that response to let's say you're trying to achieve something and like there's a step along the way that just doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to move and evolve from there? I guess that's, to me, it could lead to self-defeat easily if yeah. you don't have a plan. Exactly. That if you have in your mind like this really rigid plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think just like anything else, yes, yeah. too much of a goal totally. can be dangerous or not helpful. It really depends too on yourself. It depends how honest you are with yourself. Mm-hmm. Is the goal that you're setting actually something you want to do? Right. Or like I was saying with like the external comparisons, are you doing it because someone else is doing it and Mm -hmm. you feel like, you know, you admire that person and you want to try doing that too, but maybe it's just not in your wheelhouse to do that one thing that they like. Um, And then also, like you said, like how realistic you're being with yourself. Yeah. You don't want to set yourself up for something that is going to take maybe like a year. And in your mind, you're like, I want to do this overnight. For real. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) happen. What was the biggest goal you feel you set for yourself this last year? So for 2016. Okay. For this year... Uh, for me as an entrepreneur, my goals are often like super internal because they're like business, but then they're personal. This year, my goals were for kind of splitting the two. Oh. Because <laughs> for like 2015, the year before, I felt like it was just focused solely on one thing, which was planning and getting my fo- uh, food balance off the ground. And so for me, it was like growth and growth of business, but then growth of myself. Um, saying yes to things when I wanted to say no, um, taking more opportunities, seeing more clients, getting more consults, that type of thing. Okay. Yeah. So you said saying yes when you wanted to say no. So do you mean like being more brave or just taking on a lot? Being brave. Okay. Being brave and taking on a lot, which I'll talk more how that shifted a little bit Uh throughout the year. Okay. Cool. Cool. Well, for me, my biggest goals... It really was about saying yes, saying yes to taking care of myself and just kind of doing things kind of similar, just being a little more brave, being a little more bold. So my top one was to get my sleep slash health situation figured out. Yeah. Um, I just felt like my sleep was running in circles. I was just not progressing no matter what I did or didn't do. And so this was the year that I finally went to a sleep doctor Got diagnosed with narcolepsy, right? And I've been figuring out things to adjust in my life to make the sleep an easier part. Good. Um, and I, you know, 
it's funny how time moves and if you don't have goals it's hard to remember where you started I, I'm just about to say this but go for it go yeah for it. yeah so feel free to tag on but I didn't realize that just earlier this year it was my goal to start a blog yeah and start a podcast yes the podcast I was like yes. duh I know duh isn't that funny <laughs> yes because it's like all at the same time it feels like it was no time ago at all but also it was like years ago that we started these creative right. endeavors right yeah 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 i can remember sitting on your couch and you we were having a conversation like so when's your blog gonna come out mm-hmm. when's it coming and you're yeah. like i don't know it's coming <laughs> it's but then you did it and it was mm-hmm. so like i'm so happy that you did that and mm-hmm. and then our podcast only in the spring yeah Literally just at the end of April, that happened. Crazy. And it was, I think, the end of January that my blog was, like, officially launched. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I know. It was a big year. It was. So what were some of your other personal 2016 goals? And now that we are pretty close to the end of the year, how do you think you did? Um. So kind of like I mentioned before, I definitely made it a priority to take care more of myself this year. Um, I noticed that you can't be the best that you can be if you're not quite all there. You don't get enough sleep, you don't take care of yourself, yada, yada. I preach about that all the time, but sometimes you got to take your own advice. Exactly. Um, And I think just also reminding myself each month the reasons why I was working towards those goals. Um, I did also say that I took on a lot this year, so I was saying yes, perhaps when I maybe should have said no. So there were some times where I felt a little overwhelmed, but at the same time, by the end of this year, I feel like all of a sudden I had this like realization of what I want to have as my intentions for the following year. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I'm just really happy with how this year went. I jumped into some more exercise, just but also trying to figure out the things that made me feel good and removing the things that don't make me feel good. I'm playing tennis again. Um, realizing how much I love that mm-hmm. um, and doing it for fun as well. Um, realizing what didn't work in my life um, in terms of like my my scheduling perhaps with my work schedule and then personal schedule. Mm-hmm. So really planning and prioritizing has been key. I'm really big into budgeting this year. Um, I feel like my marriage and relationship with Jason is really strong. We've talked a lot this year. Um, and then also just being honest and being like real, I am back in therapy this year and that's helped a lot to Mm -hmm. be honest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, awesome. And thanks for being honest and sharing that. Yeah. Because that goal to focus on mental health doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. No. It just means that like your physical health, it's something that isn't going to go away and you just take care of it and keep it in check. Yeah. I love that. So my goals this year, I kept them simple because <laughs> in the past I have been known for making categories <laughs> and subcategories for my goals and then making sub goals like what the fuck no woof never so, I would never never see that I, I know kidding. I know like me what <laughs> so um how I how I did though um I kind of just tried to focus on goals for my mind my body and my soul And I also had like a very small goal for like some finance stuff and then some small goals for my relationship with AJ. Yeah. But definitely focusing on just kind of a theme of keeping it simple, being real with ourselves. Good, good. So um, 
I kind of had this theme that 2016 to me would be the year of yes, saying yes to stuff. And so for my mind, I wanted to really learn how to do new things, especially things that I'm worried I won't be good at on the first try. Yeah. It's something I really wanted to work on this year. So I took a pottery class, was not good at that on the first, second, or third try, for reals. Um, in terms of my body, I really wanted to explore what my body could do. Same with you. I threw out the exercise that was not serving me anymore. Mm-hmm. I just suddenly realized, like, I'm not the person that's going to go to the gym and make up her own workout and be diligent about it. <laughs> I need to go to a class yeah. where there's competition, and I'm going to lose money if I don't show up. <laughs> so I really figured that out. And then, of course, you know, um, continuing my practice of mindfulness in life and in eating, better sleep, taking my vitamins. And then for my soul, this is where the creative work came into play. I really wanted to commit and believe in my creative endeavors. And so I'm so happy that the things that started out as ideas and goals are now things that we're still running. Yeah. um, And that I'm passionate about. And then just to live simply and pay more attention to the wealth of things that I do have, mm-hmm. whether those were physical or not. Yeah. And so that was pretty big for this year for me. That's great. What are you thinking about setting as a goal for next year? Ooh, I'm very excited for next year. Um, it's just like a weird superstition thing that I always notice that my age kind of coincides with the last digit of the year sometimes. Oh. <laughs> like I'm 27 in 2017. Yes, me too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just makes me laugh when that happens. But um, <laughs> but anyway, I think for this year, um, a big thing for me are some financial goals. I'm really working to pay down my student loans. I have like a very large chunk, which I'm not excited about. But at the same time, it's totally doable. And I think eliminating that excessive spending that was your goal this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked on that a bit this year, want to do it more. Um, but this year, I want to work more on saying no when I want to say yes. Oh, <laughs> switch. Switcheroo, yeah. So Twist. Twist. T- plot twist, yeah. <laughs> um, I think I noticed by the end of the year, I was saying yes to so many things, and they weren't um, perhaps in my realm of what I wanted to focus on anymore. Um, I, you know, long story short, I just, I figured out that fine-tuning my messaging for my business and my clients has really worked. And that, that to me, you have to come to that decision, I think. It doesn't just come overnight. So I think I had to go through this like period of time where you take on a lot and then you figure out what works, what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I'm excited for business ventures. Um, I've also, I want to keep playing tennis because I love playing as an adult now. It's so different than playing on a team Mm -hmm. and competitively. Um, but I also want to join like a league or maybe find like a doubles team to play with more often. Um, I also just want to spend more time with those people that make me feel happy and, and provide, you know, positivity in my life or just conversation, um, a lot of my friends, like I had said before, are having babies, so I want to spend more time with the babies too. Yeah, you know, and family, and um, I think just a little bit more focus on the inward part this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? So for me, this last year was the year of yes. <laughs> this was kind of my mantra, as you said: yes to trying new things, yes to health, yes to staying in more. <laughs> That's a Liz Lemon quote. If people aren't aware. Um, And funny enough, though, 
I think people would hear that and think, oh, so just saying yes to everything. Yeah. But with the piece of really simplifying and removing the excess from my life, I was able when opportunities came up to, it wasn't just an automatic, yes, I'm going to try it. It was like, wait a second, is this really going to be a part of my life that benefits me right. <laughs> and benefits others and, right. you know, right. just the whole the whole situation. Um, so I've been thinking about what my word might be for 2017. I still don't really know what it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now there's a lot of unknowns in my life with 2017 because AJ's finishing medical school in May. That's right. And actually will be done with having to do anything related to school starting in March, okay. which is also when he finds out where he's doing residency. Ooh. Yeah. So that could mean anything from staying right here in Tucson it could mean going back to Phoenix. It could mean moving ourselves across the country. So we have no idea. And um, I don't know if this is going to be the word for me yet, but adventure has very much been coming to mind. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking a lot about, you know, the first half of the year, we're going to be able to travel a little bit and do some things that we're not going to be able to do again for a while. Yeah. And so um, then the adventure of potentially moving or the adventure of potentially staying yeah. um, and just taking all of that in stride and being happy with whatever happens and right. trying not to control everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely, though, no matter what my word ends up being, I want to continue my goals for my body for sure, making sure that I'm taking care on the sleep front, taking care of my narcolepsy, making sure I stay engaged in the exercise that I enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I think I'll probably end up having more financial goals for next year for like doing some investing and really paying attention to like retirement because I'm enrolled right now in a cohort of like a financial class that I applied into and it's wonderful and I'm learning so much and I'm lucky to not be in debt at all. But I have not been like, I didn't know really anything about investing. So now's the time. Now is the time to learn. So we have all these goals, Erin, but how, (laughs) how do you make and stick to your goals? Ooh, this is so hard for me. (laughs) (laughs) For someone who's not a planner, Erin has made this known. Yeah, I, I actually do check in with myself. Like, so Jason and I will sit down and we check in monthly to do a monthly budget mm-hmm. and we'll figure out like what the heck's going on during the month. And yeah. I always have to figure out my work schedule for the month. And so I just kind of treat it like I'm scheduling some time for myself to figure out how are you doing? It's more of a check-in. Mm-hmm. And I'm always thinking at the long term, like what, who do I kind of want to be by the end of this year? Mm-hmm. Like I always feel like you grow throughout the year you grow and you shift and you have a different mindset and so I always keep that in mind and I guess I do write things down I do I keep <laughs> no, you do you I have really like do. a written to-do list every I day I always have a written to-do list it's on my computer and then I can see it everywhere yeah it always is reminding me mm-hmm. what about you really similar I have to write things down in fact when I read off my goals for 2016 I used I had a piece of lined paper she did it's right yes here. from the beginning of the year that's been on a magnet yeah. on our whiteboard in our kitchen um visual very visual I need those reminders um and I also remember things better when I've handwritten them mm-hmm. so that works for me um, again checking in often yeah um like you could have a goal 
and say like, yeah, I'd love to do that this year. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't know what steps it takes to get there, you're not gonna get it Go done, even if you have the best intentions. Right. So really, really check in with not just yourself, but what your goals actually are and what needs to be done mm-hmm. to get those things marked off. Mm-hmm. What are your best tips for reaching your goals? Okay, I would like to evaluate first, like, what do I have currently in my life that can help me reach those goals? Or maybe what are some things that are hindering? Mm -hmm. Um, And then I start to kind of plan out, well, what can I weed out or what can I add in? That usually is first. Um, Then I start to kind of visualize again. I'm a very visual person. (laughs) I start to visualize, like, that person. I said, who do I want to be? What what do I want to – what does it look like? What does it sound like? What am I sounding like? What am I doing? Um, and then that those check-ins all the time. And then, of course, just reminding myself of the reason why I set those goals in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like, why are they so important to me? And then I start to talk about them more with, like, Jason or you. Mm-hmm. Like, I will say Rachel is an incredible person to talk about goals with. Because <laughs> she, you're very, like, you're, you always have a plan, but then you always bring up a different point that I never thought of before. Oh, so, thank yeah. you. So, yeah, talk to Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those things. Um, I, I agree with all of that. And this kind of goes back to what I had said about like, how do you make and stick to goals, Mm -hmm. but knowing what your goals are and what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like I was like, Oh, I want to take pottery class. That seems easy enough. It's like, okay, well you need to one day figure out where a close pottery class is. Mm -hmm. You need to figure out like, do you need to buy supplies before you go there? Right. If you're budgeting like how much is it going to cost you shop around yeah and then I I think that I initially didn't do a good job of understanding that it was going to be a craft it was going to be a skill to develop (laughs) I kind of just thought I'm crafty I'm not even crafty because I'm not but I'm creative Mm -hmm. I think I could have a handle on this I feel artistic and when I didn't make anything for the first three classes I was like oh, like, should I just stop? Because maybe this goal was stupid, you yeah, know? Yeah. Maybe maybe it was an external, like, I liked that everyone else did it, but am I really liking it? Yeah. And so evaluate with yourself, like, do I want to keep pushing through with this? And I did. And then before I knew it, I made stuff, and that was really exciting. Cool. So definitely being able to know what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um And then don't overwhelm yourself. I have been a victim of this because I made myself a victim of this. I would just make like pages and pages of goals, you know. And it has in certain parts of my life really served me. Like when I was in high school, I made the goal that I was going (laughs) to kiss AJ Goshinska, who is still my significant other. Wait, wait. That was a goal. It was written that down. That was a goal. I could find it for you. No way. Do you want me to try and go this is find so it? so funny. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go try and find it. It's in my notebook. It's in a red notebook that says resolutions. And it must have been in the year 2017. No, not 2017. 2007. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I love it. And so just the weirdest goals. I would just make goals for the silliest things. Um but it would also get overwhelming because there would be like 20, 30 goals. Yeah. So this year was definitely about like really paring down and, you know, there might be a really big goal you have that mm-hmm. the plans leading up to that one goal could feel overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But then recognize that and don't make more goals that are just going to detract you from the one that you really care about. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. 
And to close out, a question to get us really thinking. Is it bad to live a goalless life? Ooh. Well, like anything that we talk about on this show, and you said it in the beginning, <laughs> it, I feel like it does depend. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have a monstrous goal list, or sometimes I don't even keep a list, uh-huh. but I do have ideas on how to live intentionally, on how I want to live, or things that I do want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So I guess instead of turning my life from a vague goal list, I turn it into just being like hyper aware of how the things and choices that I make affect me for the future yeah if that makes okay yeah and so i i guess you can live without goals but you can also live with intention you don't have to have it like a document that's like my list Uh uh-huh definitely i think it depends on how you look at it um i definitely didn't have this belief Previously, I used okay. to think, like, if you don't write down the things you want to do, <laughs> how do you get them done? Right, right. But I read a great article, actually, this was a couple years ago. Um, the Minimalists, it's a blog, podcast, author duo that we have mentioned before. Um, on Which episode was it? In our episode we did on Simple Living. Simple Living, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, these two definitely have something to say about this. So Joshua, one half of the duo, set out to live without goals for a while after living a life full of goals and deadlines and lists. Mm -hmm. And he said, and I quote, I was stressed out of my mind with all those goals. My hauntingly perpetual to-do list was just that, perpetual, never-ending. It was also ever-growing. Plus, I was um, continuously disappointed when I didn't achieve a goal or when I missed a deadline. I was even disappointed when I attained a goal but didn't overachieve. It was a self-consuming high. It was never enough. So um, for what ended up being 100 days when all was said and done, he set absolutely no goals for himself. And he learned that it positively impacted his level of stress, his happiness, and even his productivity. He said, and again, I quote, <laughs> I didn't anticipate this one, the, the positive impact on the productivity. Yeah. He said, I thought getting rid of goals meant I was going to sacrifice results and productivity, but the opposite has been true. I tossed productivity and became more productive. Hmm. I've written the best literary fiction of my life. I've watched our website's readership increase significantly. I've met remarkable new people, and I've been able to contribute to other people like never before. The last 100 days have been the most productive days of my life. Mm-hmm. Which is really interesting. I think if you're not a goal setter, like have no fear. Because actually you may be accomplishing more than you think you are without setting those maybe formal goals that are written down. Yeah. Um, so Joshua came up with three misconceptions about living without goals. There's Again, there's three, and I think they're really interesting. The first one is the idea of um, complacency. That if you're living without goals, aren't you just complacent? You're not really moving forward. Um, but he was saying if you... If by complacent you mean content, then yes. Oh, funny. But that otherwise it didn't, you know, leave him sitting in one place. That the opposite was true. After removing the stress surrounding his life in terms of goals, he engaged in new, exciting endeavors while living a passionate, meaningful life. Mm -hmm. The second misconception is about growth. That if you don't have goals, are you even able to grow? 
but you definitely are. He was saying that he's grown more in the last 100 days than any other 100-day period in his life, that he got into great shape, he strengthened his personal relationships, he established new relationships, um, wrote a lot of, of his novel that he was talking about. So have no fear. If there's not a goal written down, it doesn't mean you're not growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this third one is really interesting to me, that you still have goals even if you're not setting goals. And I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I'm just going to read exactly what he has. Again, I guess I'm just quoting everything. But he says, "You, you say you have no goals, but don't you still have some goals, like finishing your new novel or being happy or living in the moment? He says, it's important to make a distinction here. Yes, I want to be happy and live in the moment and live a healthy life. But these are choices, not goals. Ooh, yeah. Gotcha That's there. My brain is just like, come out. Yeah. <laughs> he says, I choose to be happy. I choose to live in the moment. I choose to live a healthy life. I don't need to measure those events. I simply live this way. As for my new novel, I intend to finish writing it. I've never worked harder on anything in my life, but I'm enjoying the process of writing it. And even if I never finish, that's okay too. I'm not stressed about it anymore. I'm not going back to a goal-oriented life. No goals, none at all. Life is outstanding without them. Oh, man. So... My mind is blown right now because I... Oh, my God. Yeah, and I've been meaning to write about this because I actually did go a period of time without any goals. Yeah. It would have been when I was um, finishing grad school. Okay. And I kept setting these these goals for myself that maybe sometimes weren't realistic about the date at which I wanted to defend my thesis and okay. I wanted to do this, this, this. And life just wasn't playing out that way. So finally, I just cut myself some slack and I was like, you know what? Let me just work on it. Mm-hmm and see what happens. And sure enough, it came to be, and I felt like I ended up defending and presenting at a time that was just perfect, and it took a little bit of the stress away. Yeah. Granted, there still had to be deadlines, so maybe people will say, well, you still then had goals, but the process of writing and getting to that deadline was less stressful when I stopped imposing all of these things on myself. And yeah. instead was kind of just had that new frame of thought. Like, it's a choice that I'm going to finish this. And obviously it's going to get right. finished. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to let myself see how I get there. Yeah. I definitely, that word choice I think is so key because you're, it's that intention again. Like you, sometimes goals can almost, I guess in my life I've seen them sometimes to feel almost like obstacles mm-hmm. where you can start to feel like, your goals are like bigger than your thoughts and, and sometimes those thoughts don't need a goal. You, should, you can just go do them. Mm-hmm. You can go, you don't have to plan it, you don't have to think about it. And maybe the more that you do live like that, perhaps the more that you do get done. And obviously it worked for him. So Yes. And of course it's yeah. always individual. So it is totally. You can do a mix of it, you mm-hmm. can do one of either. I think in my life, like definitely making the choices that I, I want to yeah. I want to be more simple. I want right. to be healthy. But then being able to sometimes say like, okay, now I'm making the choice to do this and maybe I have some goals within that. Of course. You know. Right. Oh, yeah. Totally agree. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. As always, if you'd like to dine with us, please send us a recipe or a dish you'd like us to try. We love those suggestions. And if you have any questions, food or nutrition related or anything else, 
or maybe you just want to chat with us, be our friends, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. You can reach us multiple places. You can go to facebook.com forward slash table chat show, like our page. You can also go to Twitter or Instagram, both places we are at table chat show, or you can send us an email, heytablechat at gmail.com. And you can always visit our website, like we said, tablechatshow.com, where you'll find all of our... Um, wow. You'll find the show, <laughs> notes, the show for notes for today. <laughs> for today's episode, complete with the recipe <laughs> that we made, Rachel's delicious soup, any links that we talked about, and all of her like past episodes, too. Um, so also, don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you're feeling nice, we would love a review if you like our show. Yes. Um, this helps other people find us. And it also means a bigger community and more friends for all of us to have. Yes. So thanks so much for chatting with us around our kitchen table. Now go away, go live, go do your thing. And catch us next time on Table Chat, the show that's... That's going to make sense when we get to the blooper. Stick around. Not like the color, just like yeah. the temp. The temp. It's like Sorry. a it's like a perfect bath temperature. <laughs> Do you want it I'd warmed like to take up? Take a Tony bath. <laughs> I might pop mine in. Okay. Better keep them separated. <laughs> better. What's the words? Fun. Better. Am I singing a different song now? No, you're not. Oh. I'm just keeping it going. No, I think I am. Yeah, I keep them separated. There's another one that's like... Oh, gosh. I lost them both now. Never mind. Are you combining songs now? I think so. The better off now. A funk, yo, brother. Check it out, yeah, man. Yeah, totally different Okay, song. good. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was like, I don't think those are the same. Yeah. I feel like we need, like, our own little, like, soup song. We could make one. Yeah. Yeah, let's, um, should we start brainstorming? So there's a song that just popped into my head. You know the song, the, the, shoop, doop a doop, like, shoop a doop, The shoop Here I go, here I go, here I go again. With the minestrone. With some potato. I was going to try and jump in and I couldn't. That was so good. I got the mirepoix on my... Radar. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Stop it! This is awesome! <laughs> yeah, now we have to write a song. We do. Which is gonna lead to an album. Yeah. Which is gonna lead to, sorry, no longer having a podcast because we're gonna be on tour doing other things. For real, yeah. <laughs> soup, soup, a doop, soup, a doop, soup, a doop, a doop. Here we go, here we go, here we go again. Oh, man. Oh, I thought we had taken a, a vow to, to never, never rap, rap on this thing again. We don't listen to Oops. ourselves. <laughs> Whatever. Slurp. You know you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Happy late Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And happy early Hanukkah, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, it starts, like, today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. When does Hanukkah end? In January. It's, like, super late this year. Mm. 
You're welcome. <laughs> what? what is wrong with us? <laughs> Let me start that over. Like Mississippi, goddamn. Okay. <laughs> Let's get our facts and figures in line. Okay. You're like a newscaster over there. Yes. And today on the ones and the fives and the fours, and the, is that a thing people say? <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> That's so cool. Everything you need to get started is right. Well, it wasn't me. It time. was me. I know. I didn't blame you. Everything you need to get started is right inside of you, Rachel. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know why I can't just say this. Okay. What's your end goal here? What are you, what are you to trying to finish do? the sentence. That's my goal. Okay. 